Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tim Welsh. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. As we say good morning on another breezy Sunday morning around New England. Hello, everybody. This is Meter and the Coach. I'm John Meter Perel. Tim Welsh is in, yes, shocker of all shockers, Provo, Utah. He is now a certified car carrying member of BYU Nation. Mr. Utah over here. Wow. Gets set to call another BYU game. It's now Danny Ainge. It's Robbie Bosco. It's Jim McMahon. It's Ty Detmer and Tim Welsh on the list of famous BYU alums. Good morning, Tim. Did Andy Reid go to BYU or he coached it there or something? Yes, I don't know. He was he on did. He went to BYU. Okay. Yeah. He he fired up the crowd last night. I'm not getting set. We already we already called the game last night. And uh, because, uh, as you know, across the world of sports, that BYU shuts down on Sundays. So there's no games to call today. Yes. They have rest. They have rest, they have prayer, and uh, they have celebration for BYU. They won last night after being down by 17 at halftime. But I think anybody in Providence, Boston, New England, uh, is thinking about BYU today. What are, what are you thinking about, Meter? I mean, well, well speaking so of BYU. Much going on. Austin Ainge was in the house yesterday at, at BC. It was a who's who. Thought of you, Tim, yesterday, because you your oh. head would have been spinning. It was a who's who of basketball potpourri at Boston College. Oh, I'm it was, sure. It was Austin Ainge. <laughs> it was Brad Stevens. It was Jerome Robinson of the Golden State Warriors, where they're playing the Celtics today. It was Gary Payton of the Golden State Warriors. It was Sam Cassell, uh, Celtics assistant coach. Uh, there was quite a uh, quite a selection yesterday. Gary from... Payton works for the Warriors. Okay. No, Gary Payton the second. His son plays for him. Oh, oh, right. Okay. I I, did, uh, I think it just when I think of Gary Payton, I sorry, excuse me. I still think of the glove. You think of the glove, uh, yes, of course. But you know, I of course that probably that game might not have been on your radar along with many. But uh, I know what game was the Providence Villanova game. 7160 Villanova. Then this is the two weeks from selection Sunday red alert. The proverbial bad loss. Uh, even though it's a good team in Villanova and they've played well lately. Uh Providence losing by eleven is going to sting. Yeah, I mean not a bad loss, just a loss that a costly loss, I would say. Right. Uh, yeah, and but you know, you watch the game, you took away the uniforms and you know went shirts and skins like the old days you'd say uh 
the talent level is pretty much a, a grade above when you look at Providence versus Villanova, just where they are right now, especially with, with Pierre out yesterday with the flu. I mean, Providence is so thin. You just, you just saw a team that's run out of gas at this point, you know, to get them to this point, Kim English has been just a miracle worker. Really. It's been miraculous to have them in the discussion without Bryce Hopkins and everything else and a thin bench and, you know, first year, just really not a lot of depth. And, uh, and then with Pierre going down, who's played very well, uh, you know, it's, it was very, and Villanova's played very well lately. They played like they should have been playing all year long. I mean, they have a good team. They have a lot of talent, but they haven't reached their potential. And yesterday they did, and they just wore Providence out, you know, with their physicality. And uh, Devin Carter, I think just so much has been put on him that you saw him yesterday too. He just didn't have that pop in his step. And they just front shaded him the whole game. They totaled it. I, whoever, it was almost like a, it was almost like an old school box and one, except that they were playing man. The other four guys were playing traditional man to man defense, help player man, help be in position on the weak side. But whoever was guarding Carter, they just, got up on his top shoulder and denied him the ball. And uh, without Pierre out there on the floor, they really don't have any creativity away from him as far as somebody could break the defense down or somebody could get him the basketball. And uh, when that happens, it's tough. And then, you know, with Dixon, with Villanova, he matches Aduro. You know, he's he's kind of the same type player, except he steps outside even and make, could make shots and, so he was physical on Enduro, and when that when that happens, you take those two guys even a step back from their game. There's there's not enough out there to to, to get you over the hump. So they still have opportunity. Uh, they're they're in the mix still. You know, the biggest one being next Saturday against against Connecticut, and then they've got the Big East tournament. So they've got a lot to play for still. But Villanova, it was one of those games that uh, Villanova had to have, Providence had to have, and Villanova just they had too many. They had too many guys out there to to defend, and they were they were very physical defensively. It was, it was a physical game, and uh, you know I, I don't take anything away from Providence as far as you know they were ready to play. They just didn't have enough, especially without Pierre on the floor. Well, what also hurt against a very good Marquette team was a ninety one sixty nine loss on Wednesday, and that was a game where Kim English was outspoken afterwards and he said our effort wasn't there he kept continually use that word uh it was our effort our effort our effort uh we're not where we need to be and look talked about yesterday when i saw Pitt crush bc this is the time of year you know better than anybody the teams that are really determined the teams that are have a, a decent depth are set up well to make a knockout punch and make a run especially when you you can taste it providence can taste it but as you just alluded to their depth's a little issue and you got some depth you got a chance and it, oh by the way if you could hit the three you got a real good chance providence missed 20 of them yesterday villanova hit 13 out of 23 but Mar marquette was unconscious they could be a final four team i'm not saying that's a horrible loss but you lose by 22 points that's a horrible loss in kim english's book yeah i mean he he talked about it after, and this time of year, it's just you know, the league is so tough. You know, you, the schedule maker sometimes does a run in your favor. Now they got to go to Georgetown, which that doesn't help them. If they win that game, it's, it only hurts them. But 
you've got to, you guys take care of business and hope that you can get healthy and, and get focused and get some rest. I guess that's the best word to use before you have to play UConn next weekend. And uh, yeah, they can beat UConn. They played UConn toe to toe in stores uh, earlier in Jan in January. So I think the, the door is still open for them. I mean, the, I think Joe Lenari last night I looked and had him as the first last team or first four out, the first team out of the tournament. So they're right on the edge. That means that that means they have opportunity because the league is so good and they're gonna they've got UConn and then they've got the Big East tournament. So beat UConn, win a game in the tournament, and you're back in the mix for sure. Or you beat what UConn, you, what you, not put, you not put much you stock in Ed Cooley's Hoyas? <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, that that's not a you know that if that happens then of course then you've got other issues then you're you're in big trouble if you yes. lose to them so I mean that's that's the issue there but yeah I mean certainly they've got to get up and I think it's good for them that they I believe the Georgetown game is Tuesday it so is. Get, we'll, we'll, that will give them a little bit more rest before the weekend so but uh, listen Georgetown's played some t teams tough. Uh, not many at home, but you certainly know that uh, Ed will have them ready, you know, in some way, although they've just recently haven't looked that, that good. But, you know, it's really it's really it's not about Georgetown. It's about how Providence is, and how they're playing. I think they're going to go down and play a good game against uh, against Georgetown. Uh, you know, they played Xavier tough last night and they only lost by five at home. But we all know they're not they're not the, they're not a capable team of pulling many upsets but you got to go down there and play you got to go play yeah play the game and see the upsets all over the place and especially this time of year crazy things happen and the thing with providence i think is just getting some rest getting pierre healthy and then go out and play it's basically free basketball i, I would say for them i mean they're not gonna look at it that way but that's the way i look at it for them because of the fact that you know they're to, that they're at this point i think is just a credit to Kim and the staff and the whole team and the program, because I never thought they could get here when they lost Hopkins, but they've really, they've shown that they're, they're a good basketball team, but yesterday they just lost to another good basketball team. It happens this time of year. Yeah, no, I think I could definitely see Providence making the tournament. I think it is vital that they win uh, Tuesday. There's no question about that. Uh, Lenardi's in and out is fluctuating by the hour. Uh, we've seen that all week. Uh, and, you know, UConn's maybe a little bit more human than they were a couple of weeks ago, but I still think they're going to be a, a, a number one seed. There's no question there either. As we go around the horn, as we usually do in our first segment, it's 710 on a Sunday morning. Happy what March. is this called? Is that ha sponsored? It's around the horn. It should be. Uh, maybe we can get one of my old sponsors on that, like Milton's, the store for men. Hint, WEI sales department. Uh but as we go around the horn, I know you probably weren't watching because you were busy last night. Neither was I. But I got to tell you, LeBron James, 40,000 points. Only player in NBA history with 40,000 points in the regular season. By comparison, Kevin Durant, the next highest active player, has only 28,342 points. And Durant's four years younger than James. He's got a shot but that's pretty much impossible espn already has this on the unbreakable sports record list 
LeBron James, now the all-time leading scorer, 40,000, passing Kareem. Emmett Smith, 18,000-plus rushing yards. Jerry Rice, 22,000-plus receiving. Wayne Gretzky, 1,900-plus career assists. Cy Young, 749 complete games. Will Chamberlain, 50 points per game in a single season. Celtics, eight straight titles. Cal Ripkins, 26-32. UConn women's basketball, 111-game winning streak. So LeBron James, you and I banged on him a few times, but one thing you can't bang on is the fact that he is just out of this world. Yeah, I heard him after the game last night. Got to give him credit. He was he brought up, you know, they lost the game, and uh, that was credible to him. But yeah, congratulations, I'm playing forever, and he's a great player, and he's. Uh, we'll see what the Lakers can do in the playoffs. I, I'm not sure. They're, they're going to be in position to do anything, but congratulations, dear King. It sounds like you're really not you're not into this, are you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into the scoring. Who's the all-time leading scorer? I mean, you know, it's whatever. It's it's about him. He's a great player, but don't bring him in the conversation of the of the greatest ever. He's not. So wow, there you go. Oh. There, there, wow, there you go. There you go. The hot take by Tim Welsh. He's not uh, the greatest player to ever live. He's not. So uh, I agree there, up. but he's in the conversation, isn't he? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not in a LeBron mood this morning to discuss his points, but that's okay. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, there right. you go, Joe. I got Joe backing me up. My uh, goodness. I mean, it's I a heck of an accomplishment, pretty- but but to me, I I thought it was more impressive. <clears throat> excuse me. Him passing Kareem last year. This is just, you know, piling on his Hall of Fame resume at this point. Well, it's still an unbelievable number that likely will never be passed as ESPN. And it speaks to his availability and longevity. You mentioned Durant being so behind him. Durant's missed so many games due to injury over the years. So It's just a staggering number, though. I mean, it really is. Who knows? Maybe Caitlin Clark will do it in the WNBA. But, uh... That's fine. That's fine. I think LeBron's clearly in the conversation. He's not the best. Michael Jordan's the best, period. Uh, and then we can we can go through that list at another time. But, all right, from a standpoint of dominance, the Boston Celtics, 10-point or 10-game win streak, entering their game this afternoon at the Garden against Golden State. Last five games, I saw this number tweeted last night, I think by Bill Simmons. They've won by a combined 127 points that is ridiculous and you know there's a points tim you it fluctuates obviously for them they go through stretches where you think their defense is collapsing but they've actually picked that up too and you look at them now it's like boy who is going to beat them they are clearly the best team there's no question the celtics are the best team uh and they've proven it all year long and uh, it, impressive recently, we saw it against the Knicks a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday night. I guess it was last Saturday night. And then we saw it against the Sixers that they don't have to be a team that shoots 45 threes every night to win. I like that they can go out there and prove that they can win in different ways and they have balance. And that's the key. You, know, you, you take what the defense gives you. And uh, I think you heard Brad Stevens talking about that last year after the season just 
know, about shot selection. And I think deep down that they've had conversations as an organization about, yeah, we're going to shoot threes. It's, it's part of the game. It's the new part of the game, the new math analytics. And if you have guys that can do it, but you don't have a rim protector and teams are guarding you like glue on the outside. You got to go inside. You've got guys that could score on the basket. And that's what they did against the Celtic uh, against the Sixers zone earlier this week. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's clinical right now. And I heard Kendrick Perkins this week say, Oh, you know, they're, there's definitely going to be a challenge from Denver. There's definitely going to be a challenge from a Western Conference opponent, Oklahoma City, whatever it is. He he also feels like, you know, I think there's some rumblings still amongst the NBA, quote, uh, NBA media that the Heat will challenge the Celtics eventually and they'll crank it up in the playoffs and maybe Cleveland will give them a shot. And Max Strews hits a 59-foot shot at the buzzer. That was unbelievable this week. Uh, but of a game. Great game, uh, but I I agree. I mean, I think the Celtics. There's no holes right now. There's no holes. Uh, you know, people want to talk about Missoula's lack of an experience. He's proven to be now. He's proven like he's he's learning on the job. He's doing a really really good job. There's no question about that. So I don't know. I think right now you're just if if you if you're saying that someone's and I'll, I'll go with Denver for a minute. But if you're saying that, then you're really not paying attention to the Celtic string of dominance. I love Perk. He says whatever's on his mind. God love him. That's his job. Paul Pierce talked about Miami being a threat. Uh, but I don't know, Tim. Right now, it looks like the Celtics, it's the Celtics uh, party to be had. Well, good for Perk saying that. That's a hot take that somebody in the West will be formidable. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's pretty obvious, Perk. The West is good. By the way, you're you know your forty thousand point man last night couldn't even win in the game against yeah they the, lost against the Nuggets at home. So uh, imagine if he had played in all those games he he uh, he sat out too as well, including a couple of weeks ago here in Boston. But uh, yeah, the East Milwaukee's playing better too. Meter uh, since the All Star break, they've played very well. So maybe Doc will push the right buttons and get their talent level up, but they I just think they're, they're not built properly. Like their defense isn't good. Uh, I just think that uh, something's missing there, but the East is very, is weak. You know, the Miami's not, not the same universe as the Celtics. Uh, they're not, you know, everybody talks about Miami, well, the culture and they're going to be able to, they're going to be able to push the buttons in the playoffs and turn it on. I don't buy that. I think Boston, the Celtics are going going to be in the NBA Finals. It's just a matter of uh, who they're going to match up against. And, you know, when you talk about the uh, the teams in the West, it's going to be one team. So that's the thing. You, know, you can break down all the teams, but it's uh, – I think the West is going to be a problem, but it's going to be – that's what you – know, you're not going to walk home with the title – no matter who you are, but today I'm interested in today's game. That's, that's the team, you know, let, let's see what we can do against the West. Let's see what you can do as far as playing against a good warriors are playing very well right now too. Yep. Ever since Draymond came back, they found, they found their way. So today's game, I really interested to see because they lost to the Lakers without LeBron and, and Davis. Uh, they lost to the nuggets and they got, buried by the Clippers all at home. So let's see what they have. And I believe they 
they're going to Denver this week. Yes, and we'll talk to Drew Carter. We'll talk to Drew Carter, their new play-by-play uh, announcer on on the road, and uh, see what he feels about that at eight oh five. But he, uh, yeah, today's game is big. Today's game is as big as regular season game as you could find in, in the past uh, couple of years as far as measuring up against the West. High demand for tickets, like there always is at the Garden, but this game's been skyrocketing on the secondary ticket market. Yeah, no question. I think you know Golden State's been quiet, but they they definitely have emerged, and that's why the, there's a reason why they gave Steve Kerr the big extension. Um, that's going to be another. The, the emergence of Kaminga has really helped them recently. Kaminga's been huge, no pun intended. Uh, but that's but that's the beauty of Golden State too. The the, the ability, and like Brad Stevens. Uh, you know, one of the best executives out there, the ability for them to develop talent uh, and for them to cultivate talent. Kaminga came out of nowhere, even though I know he had, he had a good draft grade, but he was still a project. So now he's a project that's coming out, and that's got to be someone that's – whoever plays him in the playoffs, whether it's Jokic, et cetera, out in the West, that's going to be an issue. Today's going to be a, a – put this one under a magnifier for the Celtics. I think the home – Home court is distinct, even though people think that's home court advantage really doesn't exist. I disagree. Uh, but I think this is a distinct one today for the Celtics. 401-777-1037. Joe in the car, you're batting leadoff for us. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. I feel like I woke up with a new friend with Coach Welch. I agree everything he says about LeBron James. I like to meet how you tried to kind of pump up LeBron James' tires. But the coach here shot it right down. We all know who's the greatest ever, okay? That's one thing about LeBron James. The guy does nothing for me. But the reason for my call, and uh, and Jason Tatum, if he's listening, you're the biggest crybaby in Boston history sports, man. I'm having a hard time watching this guy every night. All he wants is every single – can somebody please tell Jason Tatum that when he goes to the basket, he's going to have a little contact. There were fouls that the ref gave him that the guy didn't even touch. All this guy does is put his arms in the air when he misses a layup. Oh, I mean, it's it's taking him away from his talent. Man. I I, I – I, I hate to say it, I'm old school. He reminds me of a kid that I played with when I was a kid in the playground. The guy, the kid, just cried anytime he he didn't get a he didn't score a goal or he didn't score a pass. He he would cry. Jason Tatum, you're a great player. I'm not gonna take that away from you, but you're the biggest crybaby. You're the biggest crybaby. And coach, like you said, the best team. Don't always win the championship. Just ask the Boston Bruins last year. What happened to those guys? Okay, so the West, they're, they're, they're dangerous. The West Coast is dangerous. The East, the Celtics should breeze right into the finals. But again, Milwaukee, like Coach said, they're playing much better. But when you're playing against the West, whoever it's going to be, it's not going to be a cakewalk. I mean, you lose against the Lakers to that bum LeBron James that I just told you about. He was, that's why they actually beat the Lakers. Actually, Joe, he, he didn't lose to LeBron. LeBron didn't play that game. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron didn't that's play. Right. Uh, Joe, thanks for the call. Uh, first of He's all, always so pleasant at 7 in the morning. Really gets us going. I, I wish caffeine. I could wake up that angry at 7 in the morning on a Sunday. He's caffeine. Uh, 
Tatum's Tatum. Tatum, it's not bothering me as much this year because he's. I think he's a much better player than he was last year, and he was great last year. There's a point where he's gotten better. He's definitely gotten better. He's improved his all-around game. Uh, we love this MVP discussion talk. He's in the he's in the heat of that. He's not going to win probably, but he'll be considered. Uh, I don't know. Look, he's probably going to complain throughout his career. It's what these guys do now. It's not great. I know it's drives you nuts. I, I feel like he's falling into a recent pattern of complaining again. But overall, I feel like he has um, not complained as much as as he was last year. But it, been, re- recently, it's been, been as bad. yeah hasn't been as glaring. And Tim, I mean, I know it drove you crazy too, but I don't. Have you noticed as much? I mean, you're kind of numb to it at this point. It's it's going to happen yeah you know it's and the thing is that you have to be concerned about a little bit it's just still it's going on as the play the action is going on and that's what you know that's what you need to eliminate i thought it would be eliminated this year i think it's been better maybe i don't know focused on it as much because they've been playing so well and uh you know they start losing some games then you can that's where you it, go, but, right? Yeah, exactly. But you know, the playoffs is where you have to tighten everything up. You have to, you have to tighten everything up, and they, they need to do that. They need to do that. He needs to do that. He does. He does. And I think I think they will. It, it seems to me like I don't know. Maybe a switch has been turned. Maybe it caught up in the. It's the old recency bias. Uh, watching them in the last ten games. Uh, you know, and they throttle people. They just crush people. And they're not all bad teams. Dallas is not horrendous. Uh, they throttled them. It's like, you know, we all, you and I grew up watching some really good teams. See Bird, see McHale, see Parrish. And those teams throttled teams as well. But it seems like the Celtics are doing it more consistently now. And that's why I'm feeling a lot of confidence in terms of them breezing through the East and yes, they'll have some opposition in the West, but I don't see a Miami uh, Miami defeat in the playoffs in their future. I'd be stunned if that happens. I really would. Yeah. I mean, the team that I thought could give them some issues in the East were the Knicks, but the Knicks right now, obviously are just they're so banged up. You wonder if they're going to be able to Not find happy. their way. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then, you know, we talked about Milwaukee. Yeah, uh, you know if they can do it, uh, you know you can't dismiss them though. You, you just can't dismiss them. You know when you start playing a seven game series when you have Giannis and uh, and Lillard, you still got to look at them and say you're gonna have to play to beat them. The same Lillard who says he's bored in Milwaukee and never gets outside and just goes home and plays video games and misses his family and that was an interview this week with. Our friend Chris Mannix, his Milwaukee experience, he said that he thought the Bucks were going to be like the Celtics are this year, and he's kind of depressed. And boy, forty-five million bucks in Milwaukee, and I got a question, uh, Damian Lillard. Why didn't you move your family with you from Portland to Milwaukee? Just a thought. Uh, and uh, I don't know. You can explore a little bit. You can get outside. You can. You know, maybe enjoy what Milwaukee has to offer. You and I have been there. I'm not saying it's New York City or Los Angeles, but it was kind of an interesting interview. Good for Mannix for getting something out of Damian Lillard. Yeah, 
I mean, these guys talk. It's, you know, saw the, the ultimate talker here this week in Kyrie Irving. Uh, I'm sure he'll figure it out. Some good steakhouses in Milwaukee that we've been to. So <laughs> go out and enjoy a nice steak once in a while. It's amazing. Do you believe no this one, guy? No one feels sorry for a guy making $50 million. Just figure it out and move your family there or whatever. I mean, sure, there's there's some circumstances why the family is not there. But, I, you know, I don't want to talk about his personal life. But he, he brought it up. You know. Can you believe, can you believe this guy? Like, when I heard it, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, this guy kind of wants people to feel sorry for him because he has to go home after a game and have to practice and, you know, not do anything in his apartment and just, you know, you know, woe is me. I, what? Are you insane? Have you looked at the world lately, Damian Lillard? Have some recognition skills. Uh, and yes, he's a threat. I'm with you. Milwaukee's 40 and 21. Uh, 16 and 14 on the road, which isn't too bad, actually. Uh, Celtics are 19 and nine on the road. You got season ended today discussion. Boston, Cleveland, Milwaukee, New York, Philadelphia, Miami, your top six. Then you get your play in from seven to 10 between Orlando, in Indiana, Chicago, and Atlanta. Indiana, are they a threat at all? No, no, they have. I mean, obviously, they've got the great player in Halliburton. Rick Carlisle is a tremendous coach. But, you know, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I, the difference this year uh, is Holiday brings them to good defense. And they've got the two guys that were holding them back in crunch time, you know, that they thought they were a lot better than they were, and Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. You know, those two guys, getting rid of them was was, ma was masterful. E even Dallas shipping off Grant Williams already. He's just making friends around the league. Well, getting yeah, called he, out by what? Draymond Green called him out, right? That says he's, a lot. He's a mess. He's a mess. Good, good for Brad Stevens for pulling off that heist. We got to take a timeout. As Tim mentioned, Drew Carter, Celtics TV voice, will join us. 805. This is Meter and the Coach, 401 1037 Joe Passarelli, you're up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams. And lots 
of hot take. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.